It's the Full Force News Burst Extra, brought to you by GeneralsJoesReborn.com, with me, Christopher McLeod, aka Diagnostic80. On Tuesday the 27th of June, we were invited to participate in a Hasbro G.I. Joe brand team roundtable Q&A with other G.I. Joe-related outlets. Emily and Lenny revealed some cool upcoming details, dropped some name-only reveals, and gave a lot of insight into many different aspects of the brand. It was broken up into two separate segments, which we have compiled for your viewing pleasure. Enjoy! Marketing. Yeah. <laughs> um, so maybe we go in that order yeah, of yeah. questions too. That sounds perfect. All right. All right. Well, I just want to say congratulations for the fully funded, well, almost fully funded Dragonfly. I mean, we're going achieve it, and that's amazing. You guys did a great job. Um, biggest question that's floating around right now, that in regards to that project, is when are we going to see the final unlock? Are we going to have to wait? Are are we going to see it a little bit early? So, great question. We're not quite ready to tell you what it is yet, but if we wanted to kick things off with a little bit of a bang, we do have a character name only reveal for you today, and then we can kind of talk through our thoughts and feelings about that. Is it the one that I asked? We yes, can do? but it's only the first half because we're doing two sessions, so we'll save one for the second half. Okay. And we'll do a recap. Is it the one in... Uh... So... <laughs> Uh, you, yes. Emily, you so, say it. <laughs> uh, so we are very, very excited to announce that Airborne is actually going to be in the G.I. Joe main line as a classified figure. So Airborne is not going to be locked behind the HasLab campaign. So he will be coming as part of our 2024 lineup. Yeah, and uh, he's coming out really good. Yeah. We actually just got uh, some samples of him. We've been in production on him for a while now. So uh, I, I can't wait to reveal him. When I yeah. saw, I actually saw something on him today and. Uh, I'm like really excited to show him. He's, he's a good, he's a good fig. Yeah. Yeah. Solid, solid fig. And so just to kind of explain how that logically worked for us. So we wanted to make sure that he felt like such an important character. We wanted to make sure that he wasn't necessarily locked behind a HasLab for his first outing. Yeah. Also kind of the way that our development process works is he was in development in the main line way before the yeah, HasLab was concepted. It's funny. Uh, action <laughs> figures take way longer than a baby yeah. to be born. So... <laughs> Uh, our life cycle of a figure is probably about 15 months or so. And the uh, kickoff to the HasLab, we've only been 20 days in the campaign. We haven't even, we, you guys, it's funny, HasLabs are weird. We it's develop. Kind of a reverse development It's a process. reverse. So we make yeah. a really pretty sculpt before we even start. So basically that's to see if everybody is interested in it. So Airborne, way long in yeah. production before the HasLab even got kicked off. So it just worked out that way. Yeah, so. I think it means that it the timing will be great because it means that you'll actually be able to have Airborne in your collection before, before you get the, before the Dragonfly will be delivered to your house, which yep. is really cool. Yep. So he will basically, he'll be sitting and waiting for his ride, yeah. which I think is beautiful. Yeah. Uh, so that is kind of our, our Airborne announcement. So kind of circumnavigating lead so, is a word. Um, give an answer to something else on that question that's kind of we can't really talk to the unlock just yet yep. um i think oh, we're we closer see. to yeah. if we unlock 
Glenda closer to that yep. uh, number, we will give the. Uh, if no, I'm very confident that we're gonna. I am based a on, cautious man. <laughs> so I know that there have been a lot of people that have been saying, you know, like, are you concerned that the campaign is stalling X, Y, and Z? This is the name of the game for every HasLab campaign that there has been, with mm -hmm. basically the exception of the Hiss tank. So the Hiss was really the exception to the rule. So you get a big spike at the beginning of the campaign. You get little spikes whenever you have more marketing beats, and then at the end, FOMO kicks in, and we sold i think it was 8000 sky strikers in 12 hours it was oh, incredible wow. and i think about 6000 his tanks in 12 hours somebody i'm sure somebody on the internet will yeah, so we'll, back check me on that yeah and i think yeah. i think as it progresses we'll we'll show it at a appropriate time yeah. essentially yeah. was that helpful I mean, it's better than no answer at all that's for sure I <laughs> love it okay great if we're, Nailed it. if we're going to see it closer to glenda that's you know that's information so thank yep. you yeah yeah, yeah. Sure. so since we're on the topic of haslab uh, i will go with my haslab question first i have some other stuff here we can talk about later um what are some of the key learnings that the team has found with back-to-back -back haslab successes i think that it's a lot there's, I mean, there's a lot of things to unpack from, we've done three HasLabs in pretty rapid succession. And I think that it, we owe all of our HasLab success to both the incredibly dedicated development team here that is, has been working so hard on these projects mm -hmm. and to all of the amazing GI Joe fans that are backing and supporting these endeavors. And I think that that is really something that motivate. it's like a, uh, it's like a circle, like a cat chasing yeah. its tail. Mm -hmm. So the design team is motivated by how excited they know that all the fans are going to be. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of what motivates that for us is storytelling. Yeah. And to us, so like, how can we continue to contribute to the the story and the lore of G.I. Joe through establishing these HasLabs? Mm -hmm. And like, how does the, the characters that we're choosing and the way that we're developing the storylines around the campaign like how does that all kind of fit in with the overall gi joe story yeah. i think that's something that fans have been responding really well to yeah and i think i think a lot of it is the upfront research that we're doing on the total package i think mm. and yeah. i think with the hiss tank i think from the sky striker we learned a lot and then the we implemented a lot of that on the hiss tank and then from the hiss tank we learned some things with the unlocks and like what people responded mm. to we really pay attention to what people are responding to because we want to make people happy yeah so we just kind of pay attention to what the parameters are that we're designing and marketing towards and then what people are reacting to. And we try to aim for a hundred, right? Yep. So, and I think as you can see, a lot of the unlocks are all figures. Yep. That was a learning. That was a learning. Right? Yep. Um, like the total package that you see out of the gate, like we tried to make it like a total vehicle out the gate. Like we're not it's hiding any, that you yeah, no accessories yeah. behind, um, behind, uh, Unlocked, yeah. Unlocks, thank you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I can't speak. I got you. Um, so it's like kind of like figuring out how to like sweeten the deal and incentivize the deal. Um, I think plays a lot into it. And a lot of for development standpoint, it's a lot of the upfront development of what it takes because a lot of stuff you guys are seeing, like the painted models, we don't do that until like nine months into development. Yeah. Usually so, on a traditional process. Yeah. So we are like really far ahead. So we're learning how to truncate all that to show the the community and and the consumer a total finished product before we even start the product yeah so and because we want to keep it as true as possible to what the final thing's going to be so um it's a lot of like how do you show a really 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 good breadboard or digital model as well as how do you pay attention to 
what people are really going to get excited about so that we do have a successful campaign because at the end of the day it's what we're shooting for we want these things to fun and we want to get all the unlocks because they're super fun because we want to make them like the yeah. fact that ripcord got unlocked so quickly Amazing. i get to make all that flight gear i'm yeah. so excited about it so um hopefully yeah we'll get everything to you guys uh within the 15 month or yeah. 20 month cycle that we're on a, you, 16 to 18 16 to 18 for house labs yeah um and then i think that it's it's also been really cool kind of our our cadence is we do everything digitally and then usually about two weeks before campaign kickoff our gray model arrives and so finally we get to really see what this thing looks like in yeah. real life which means that for the joe campaigns we can't speak for necessarily the other campaigns but it's really important to us that we launch with those full color digital renders which and we always caveat with it's this or something better mm -hmm. because we need we do need to make updates kind of as we go but minimal updates mm -hmm. but so we have those full color digital renders and then we have that physical gray model so that you can actually imagine how big it will be in your space and yeah. how impactful that yeah. is like that picture of lenny like looking at the dragonfly it's enormous but but at the same time you don't want to make it so wide where it won't fit on a shelf yeah so part of the learnings oh, there too is like we got to pick an item that is going to fit in most people's displays or um like on the top of a bookshelf really but on top easily. of a bookshelf yep. it's thin enough yeah where it'll kind of fit on a bookshelf or maybe we'll like say say if we did a bigger vehicle like a wider one we would try to design something in there where it would fit on most shelves or in a way finish up through the stand or something yep. like that so um a lot of stuff has to be considered very early yep. with has labs because normally i'm going on a little bit of tangent slow, slow stop me if i'm going too far it never goes on tangents so um, weird <laughs> like the gray model a lot of times for a regular vehicle on any toy line we see a gray model and then we make adjustments to that and then we go back to the cad and then we adjust that mm -hmm. and we make sure that everything is right with Haslabs, because of truncated schedule and we need to get it to people, we're doing it on the fly and while people are watching us. Yeah. So it's, oh, the stakes are high. It's, yeah. They're. Wonderful. And they kind of thrive under the pressure. Yeah. Which is, you know, you can say we that. make diamonds. Yeah. I, which is you, you can say that. Yeah, I, will, I will say that. <laughs> um, and the reason why Lenny was looking sideways is if somebody could let us know when we have five minutes left of this session, we actually have a we'll give everybody on this call and then on the next call an early look at our painted model that just came in. Um, it has been off in the photo studio, so we will have some really, really beautiful diorama on, pictures. So there's a lot of sand on it. It was in a sand. I'm, not, I'm not happy. Um, so, uh, <laughs> so just keep that in mind when you're seeing it. But the the pictures yeah. that will come out so will be. We'll try to truncate our answers a little bit yep. so we can get to that stuff too. Yep. So. All right. Anyways. Okay. Thank you, James. That was so a great answer. Cool. Great. Sweet. Good. Glad it was recorded because that would have been a lot of typing. A lot to type. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have that impact on. Yeah, we yeah. we can go on. All right, uh, Dave, what's your first question? Hey, um, so um, just going to a different kind of set of pre-orders. Uh, the Cobra Eel pre-orders sold through pretty quickly. Um, are there going yeah, to be more so made why? available? So once, so basically the way that pre-orders kind of work is there is a limited quantity of the, the entire kind of batch of items that are made that are released for pre-order. So when we actually get to shipping on those, more of those quantities should be released oh, on them. 
awesome. Yeah. I got I got freaked out too. Yeah. No, because I think and and we had been the whole time we were like these are gonna be really popular, mm-hmm. and so so yes, there should be some, and that kind of goes for for all pre-orders with the exception of convention exclusives is traditionally how that works. So you get your initial pre-orders in, um, and then there's usually at least some quantities that are released yep. afterwards. Sweet. If that's helpful, that seems like the kind of answer that we want, right? Yeah, totally. Thank you. You're welcome. Excellent. Um, Okay, Andrew, first question, please and thank you. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so when it comes to, uh, like, supersizing a a pretty iconic 80s toy, um, particularly particularly from a property like G.I. Joe that was known for its toy line and its animated animated series, how much inspiration do you draw from, like, the original Dragonfly toy, and how much inspiration is drawn from how it appears across various episodes of the animated series, which would always kind of, you know, bring in new features or new functionality yeah. you wouldn't see in the toy in the 80s. So I'm just curious what what the balance is there when you're designing and kind of modernizing a toy like this. So it's interesting on classified. Um, we are going for our own look comparatively to the 80s line, but we are, as you guys can tell, we're pulling a lot from the 80s mm-hmm. line. Because fully inspired. I mean, yeah, real American hero. Come on. Yeah. You know? So, so um, but. Uh, we actually pulled my dragonfly, uh, my dragonfly toy, and we looked at the we looked at the proportions, and we looked at the the gait of the um, of of the skis on the bottom or the skiffs on the bottom. Looked at the angle that it like kind of like the the angle of its aggression, essentially of how like the line or the silhouette is. So we really focused on the silhouette, and then with the dragonfly in particular. At first, we were going to try to keep it more angular, like the original toy, where it's like it's very like cut. You can tell the designer back and they cut it out of foam, maybe kit bash together old toys and stuff like that. So we try to stay in the realm of the spirit of what the original toy was. And a lot of classified is pulled from Real American Hero toy line. So we look at the toy first, then we update the toy, not the cartoon. And then so with the dragonfly, we did some drawings, did some quick sketches, and we even went to be a little more smooth, so look a little more, a little more um, modern, but mm-hmm. it actually was looking too sci-fi. So then we kind of met in the middle, essentially, and we looked at real assault helicopters and how they are designed and how their rip pop rivets are put in. So what we're trying to do from a toy standpoint is keep the silhouette and keep the vibe, but from the what classified brings in is that bit of realism and detail mm-hmm. that we couldn't mold in the 80s so what we're doing is we're mm-hmm. adding that realism we're adding the detailing we're adding the pop rivets we're adding the scribe lines that we couldn't get before so i don't think there's really a percentage it's more of like a vibe and as you guys can right. see with some of the um the images with some of the color on it how uh, mark added all this really cool blackout paint for glare because new some helicopters have that on there and some military vehicles have the blackout on the, on the roof so there's no glare so we added a lot of details like that because we do want to put the classified spin on it that pushes it into the little bit more extreme feel yeah. than what the uh, real american hero line had and there were some extreme looking Amer- real american hero uh vehicles and figures but in classified we have a particular aggression to the look we wanted to get it there but at the same time, it needs to feel like the classic dragonfly, yeah. kind of like we did the his tank. Yeah. The his tank, we elongated the mm-hmm. nose. We made the angle a little more aggressive. The treads are a little longer. There, as you guys remember, the old his tank was a little more boxy, trying to make it, for lack of a better word, more sexy in its yeah. feel. So. And I feel like that's kind of the approach that's really taken with 
everything in classified series. You know, we have the the retro version, and then all the way on the other end, you have like a really super futuristic sci-fi version. And I feel like everything that we have found that fans have really loved is somewhere in the middle of that. Yeah, which I think it's funny in meetings we've been we've been doing our like, what's next? What's the future in our future planning for the line? And it's like we one of the things we try to look at is if we're if we are a production design a design house doing it for a movie like mm-hmm. what would we do like yeah. how would, how would we realize it like a production designer essentially and uh it's super fun to do with the toy know-how that hasbro's had especially on action figures for the past 40 60 years mm-hmm. um so uh yeah cool. i think that yeah that was a good that rambling answer yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank you yeah. you're welcome all right fran second question please and well, thank the, you the oh. very important one because i know um it's the classified piece that I've been waiting for the most. So mm-hmm. is there an update when we'll actually be shipped our his tanks? Is, when are the, we going to get those in hand? Should be still fall. So we are, we're on track. I think beginning of fall. Right? Yeah. D- early fall, I would say, depending on how you define fall. Yeah. So, so something, October-ish, November-ish. Yeah. We're still, we're yeah. still on time. Yep. I, yeah. I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to say a month, but it's early fall. Yeah. Um, as you guys saw, I put on Instagram, I showed uh, what Cobra Commander looks like. Yep. Our figures are, they're in a good spot. Yeah. So, but um, a little inside baseball, when you make a HasLab, you're making a wave of figures in a very complicated vehicle. So they're on the same timeline, but it's like, for the most part, it's like doing a very complicated wave. Right, because you have this, fi- you have the, you have the vehicle that's complicated. So they, yep. and all the everything, everything the has to pass QC, yeah. everything has to pass yep. QA, everything has to function well, everything has to be operational. Like, if, say, if, if there's a defect in the figure, it will delay it the rest of yeah, the item. Everything. So uh, again, we can say early fall, yep. but the figures are coming out really good, so we're in a good spot on there, and the the tanks looking really good from what I've seen so far. So we're on track. And I think that it's really important to us that. It is, you know, as with learnings from the Sky Striker, we have really taken a lot of taken a lot of leaps and bounds forward to make sure that what you get is the best possible product that you that you can. Cross like, the eyes and dot the T's. Exactly. <laughs> we we know that there were friends. I'd, I'd rather wait and have it perfect than have it, you know, get it three, four weeks, two months yep. ahead of time, and it not be perfect, so. Yeah, exactly. and it's yep. kind of our stance on Hass Labs, too. We're just all excited to get that in hand. You know, that's an important piece. Yeah, yeah, me too. I keep on telling my mom it's going to be the centerpiece at Christmas. <laughs> so, <laughs> I wonder if I could do... Oh, yeah, that'd be really nice. I like that idea. Right in yep. front of the antipas. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Put some flowers in the turn. Yeah. Yes. Gorgeous. <laughs> Love it. Fabulous. Thanks, Fran. All right, James, you're up. All right, I'm going to go with the more business end of things now and ask, um, do you have any updates to how G.I. Joe is being handled at retail, specifically uh, kind of the split between the mass retail and the specialty market and what the outlook is for growing that uh, in 2024? Oh, good question. So I feel like we have gotten positive feedback from all of our retail partners about the success of classified dairies, which is really, really complimentary for us because it is, you know, a six-inch action figure line among many of the six-inch action figure lines that exist in the world. And there isn't really like current entertainment that it's supporting. Yes. So it kind of ex- it kind of exists from our imaginations, which is beautiful and really exciting. 
And there's something that it's tapping into, I think, whether for you it is the characters, whether it's the detail of the figures, whether it's all the stuff that they come with for the world building, there is something that is is connecting with fans that we are truly, truly humbled by. Yeah. And yes. that it's also connecting with retailers, which is lovely and flattering and we are delighted by. I think that it, and this is going to sound a little conceited to say out loud, but everybody wants more classified. And so we're trying to figure out how we can satisfy all of the retail needs while making sure that we're fulfilling everything that consumers need while making sure that like we don't flood the market and there's like you're not going to get hit with like 60 pre-orders that are all shipping to you at yeah, once which would be brutal which would be terrible and so we've we're kind of coming up on the tail end of remember all of the supply chain issues and we didn't have new product on shelf for six months ah good times that was fun that was um, stressful so essentially <laughs> what we kind of ended up doing with that is all of the product that was supposed to be on shelf for spring of 2023 shifted to fall of 2023. Everything that was supposed to be fall 23 product shifted to spring of 24. And then everything that was supposed to be spring 24 and everything for fall 24 moved to fall 24. So there, there is going to be quite a bit of product that hits shelves in fall of 24, but we really wanted to make sure that, you know, we weren't shortchanging any of our fans on those items because we do really believe in all those figures. We didn't want any of them yeah. to be cut. Mm -hmm. um, so there there will be some more coming out. I think that it's, we're just trying to figure out, you know, what cadence. makes the most sense from a cadence perspective and trying to spread Ooh. out our, our pre-orders a little bit more. There's, um, so basically the way that things work, if you have products that are shelf setting at like one of the big, um, big box retailers, let's say, there are four times a year that you really have to hit for products to set on shelf. And so I'm sure people have noticed that there are those four times a year when they do toy shelf resets, and then a lot of your pre-orders may ship during those time periods. So mm -hmm. we're trying to figure out, you know, if for those cadences, what does it mean for us if we have, you know, 10 items that are shipping out at each one of those, those deadlines? Like, mm -hmm. what kind of, like, consumer experience is that? That was a little bit of a roundabout answer, but was that, did you find that acceptable? <laughs> yes, you can tell when I switch between the Toy Book hat and the Pop Insider hat, so. <laughs> all good. That Thank was a you. very businessy question. Thank you. <laughs> good business. <laughs> all right, Dave, you're up. Question about accessories. Um, so we had heard that um, accessories packs are on the table from previous roundtables. Mm -hmm. um, are we any closer to seeing those become a reality? Not yet. Not I don't yet. Think. Not yet. We're we're trying to figure out what comes next in world building for classified yeah. series. Yeah, and I, to my uh, answer earlier, like we're we're in our um figuring out twenty five and beyond. Mm -hmm. So here's I'm grand. Dude, I'm grand. I love that. Yes. <laughs> Why um, is nobody voting for ice cream soldiers? We all need ice cream soldiers. I saw that in some comments on. It was like. Was it just me commenting on it? I, to I, give no, it was somebody idea. else. But uh for um we are looking at to see how to expand the line mm -hmm. so within the next couple of years you may see it we can't speak the future product because and all that but we are thinking about how else we can expand the universe of and yeah. as a kid i always thought weapons packs and on all sorts of lines was really cool yeah super seven is doing that really cool weapons pack too yep so there's some, I think there's potential. We just got to see how we would offer. We always want to make something feel 
like a full offering. Mm -hmm. So um, stay tuned, I think is the answer, unfortunately. And I think that there's so many cool things that we that we can do with world building. And that is part of the the joy of G.I. Joe is that there are so few toys that when you think about them, sometimes you think about the playsets and the vehicles first before you think of the individual figures. Yeah, well, G.I. Joe is figure, uh, weapons, uh, yeah. vehicles, and yeah. then playsets. Like, it's like, it was designed to be a toy. It's yeah. the greatest toy line ever, if yeah. you ask me. Um, <laughs> He's unbiased. But, and I'm not yeah. talking about classified. I'm just talking yeah. about, like, G.I. Joe in general. general. It's yeah. designed to be for toys, yeah. right? Almost like, 60 years of history yeah, and of designed for Fully encompassing. So I think weapons pack is definitely something on the table. It's just, you know, we're planning for the future and stay tuned. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Thank you. (laughs) All right, Andrew, you're up. So this is almost an extension of your last answer, but, you know, looking at the past few years of HasLab projects and seeing what has succeeded and what has failed. I mean, G.I. Joe projects have a pretty great track record so far. Uh, Why do you think that is? Why do you think G.I. Joe and, and the toys still resonate so many years later and are still so popular among collectors. I think there's a the first thing that comes to mind is like the, for that last answer is give G.I. Joe is a fully encompassing world. Mm-hmm. Like there's iconic vehicles that are literally vehicles of characters, if you ask me. The mm-hmm. characters all serve an archetype, and those archetypes are timeless. Whether you're uh, a rifleman or you're like a sci-fi wielding uh android right yeah sci-fi wielding android but yeah, you know what I mean? you get it yeah you get or like or a Deckard. flash gordon looking <laughs> villain with like uh like a helmet on and you happen to have an arms dealer that's kind of royal like all of the characters fit an archetype and if you look at modern video games a lot of those archetypes like two ninjas not getting along and stuff mm-hmm. like that they, they are tropes and i think gi joe pioneered a lot of those tropes and they're mm-hmm. beautiful because they're tropey And I think that's what is helping G.I. Joe a lot is that like it kind of resonates no matter what generation of Joe you grew up with. Like my father-in-law was the 12th Joe and he's always like, you got to remake this. And it's like, you know, it's like, yes, we do. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But like and then but you then talk to my brother and my brother's like, you got to remake this character. And it's like there's a there's a different. It's hit on all these different levels. But I think you were a 90s kid or 2000s kid. And they always had a. A, they always kept archetypal, and I think that's what makes them strong. And even in the vehicles, like a jet is awesome, no matter what jet yeah. it is, or a tank, mm-hmm. or um, or or like some sort of submarine, or or uh, uh, an amphibious vehicle. Things like that are rad. So I think that's what it is at the at the end yeah. of the day. I think we also have the advantage of this is a new toy line. You haven't been able to get GI Joe and six inch figures before this line is is less than five years old. And so the, I do want to give a shout out to everybody at the company that has worked on HasLabs, whether or not their campaigns have succeeded because they are an incredible amount of work goes into these and they are kind of all consuming for our lives in the lead up to, in the campaign, in the fulfillment of, for the development. And so I think that it's, it's an, incredible accomplishment Mm. but that we do have there is that element of newness where one of our advantages is that we didn't burn through isn't the right way to phrase it but we hadn't the line hadn't been large enough to get to some of these outside of a haslab format so like this is new and it's novel and it's something that you've never seen before for gi joe i also think they complete the collection yeah right like um it's storytelling. If you're going to have a yeah. military sci-fi toy line, 
you kind of need your tanks and your jets um, and your helicopters to kind of set the mood, especially for setting the mood on your shelf. Like yeah. I, I like to set the mood on my um, set the mood on my uh, collection shelves. But like I like to make sure that it feels like the vibe because you're trying to you're going for that vibe in your collection room or wherever you keep your uh, your collectibles. So I think they're almost like centerpieces yeah. in, a, in a weird way. And that's how we kind of handle them, too. Um, so I think that helps out a lot. Yeah. Cool. Thank you. All right. So the Dreadnoughts have been listed uh, as name only reveal for some time now. I was hoping that we were going to see them in Yojo June. Is that still a possibility? Are we going to see renders for those figures? So we don't, we actually didn't do any other render reveals for Yojo June, but stay tuned because we will be doing some render reveals at San Diego Comic-Con. So the GI Joe panel will return to San Diego Comic-Con this year. We will be doing more name-only reveals, digital reveals, and we will be launching a couple of non-convention exclusive pre-orders. Sweet. And then there will be more in the lead-up to San Diego Comic-Con, just in case you're like, wow, there have been a lot of classified figures this month. Great news. More coming in July. So just in case you were like, gosh, I missed them already. We have more to show. That's and awesome. there's more that are launching tomorrow. So, oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So we have, uh, <laughs> so we're wrapping up Yojo June tomorrow. Um, so we have more figures that are launching. Um, special guest for our show for tomorrow. Yep. Um, so that should be fun too. Yeah. Right? Emily has to pull me out of my day-to-day to like present the product. So yeah. I, I forget when the, 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 um, when things go live. When things go live. Cause I'm just. I'm in it, you yeah. know? So. That's why he keeps me around. I get to keep us on track. Yeah, remember yeah. all the dates. Remember where the pre-orders are yep, launching. Yeah, that's why she says the pre-order dates and all that. Yep. I, I, I will talk about that the... once. No, I'll crumble. <laughs> I'll just talk about the toy. <laughs> I, we did a D&D one once, and Kevin, who was on it, I was like, so Kevin, what time does the pre-order launch? And he's like, 1.30. I'm like, oh, so close. We're alive, and we couldn't cut it. Oh, oh no. <laughs> it was great. So I loved it. You should do it from yeah, always. So, um, yeah, so, yes. But I yeah, soon. We will yeah, show, soon. We'll show them soon. <laughs> and I'm excited to show them, because we're really far along on them, too. Yeah. Um. So they're, they're pretty crazy looking. Yeah. So. That's and great. I think that we're we're really excited for San Diego this year mm-hmm. and more to kind of come and what the Hasbro activation will be on that. But I think it'll be a lot of fun. Sweet. Looking forward to it. Cool. All right, James, you're up. Looking ahead a couple months here, there's some stuff swirling with uh, the 100 years of Hasbro. Anything G.I. Joe intersecting with? Solid question. Uh, wait until San Diego Comic Con to learn more about the Hasbro 100 celebration. All right. It's an answer. It's <laughs> not the answer you wanted, but it is an answer. <laughs> There's something about it in the October issue of the Toy Book, but. Oh, okay. Excellent. That's good to know too. <laughs> so, question about the uh, O-ring figures. Um. There's been no no news whatsoever on um, the O-ring. Uh, sorry, there's been no news on the O-ring line since the successful uh, Sky Striker Haslab and then the Sunbow Pack. Um, is it safe to say that the three and three quarter figures um, are at rest for now? Yes. Um, so let's say that they are. They are at rest for now. There are new O-ring figures. So the they're at rest for now. They're at rest for now. Um, that's not it, a hard answer to give. It's a hard answer to give. So it, there were a lot of things that ended up kind of happening behind the scenes um, that prevented us from moving forward with our O-ring products for 2023. 
So at the time that we announced that they were coming back in full force, that was truly what we were on our way to accomplishing. We had figures, they were in development. Mm -hmm. We were thrilled about what the relaunch was going to be. But unfortunately, there were just some things that were happening that... Um, we had to rework our strategy. Yes, we had to bit. rework our strategy. Um, so hopefully we'll be able to give more updates on that in the future. Um, but for now, that line is at rest. Okay, thank you. All right, Andrew, you're up. Um, you know, I, I think if you were to poll kind of uh, kids who grew up at GI Joe and, and said, you know, what one vehicle would you like to see come to HasLab? Obviously, you know, the obvious answer is going to be a logistically impossible six-inch scale USS flag. Mm -hmm. But from the old eighties, yep. is it eighty? Pardon me. It would be eighty. It would be eighty feet if it was one twelve scale. <laughs> That's practical. If you're making it, if you're making a real uh, aircraft carrier, if you're making a flag, it wouldn't be eighty feet long. It'd be like twenty-five. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Sure. No, <laughs> I would still make room for both. But is <laughs> is there? Uh, are, are there vehicles from uh, the, the original 80s line that uh, kind of like at the top of your list, I would love to see get the classified series treatment one day? Can I say things that I want to do? Yes. So the caveat to this list is it is Lenny's favorite things. It is no way, shape or form indicative of future products that will be coming out in the line. It's just things that Absolutely. Lenny is excited about. I don't think it's possible. I said just bang right into yeah. it. Uh, I would want to do defiant. I would want to do defiant would be bigger than big, yes. bigger uh, <laughs> I would want to do uh, rolling thunder would be sick, but I think it'd be too big. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, a mamba. Actually, I'd love to do a mamba. They'd be pretty rad. It'd be weird. Um, what was that submarine the, that had the like fizzy stuff that would go? Oh, up that's and small. Down? That's submarine would probably be like. This, I forget the, the Barracuda. No, I yeah. love the Barracuda as a kid. It could probably end up being like, yeah. never mind, that one's feasible. Sorry. <laughs> the, the whale, the whale yeah. I think would be awesome. And I'd love to try to figure out to make like a rubber tube on the bottom of it to be the, uh, the for the hydroplaning that yeah. it used to do. Mm -hmm. um, or even Practical. like, I always get the name wrong of it, but it's like the the battle station that go, that's in the water. I always forget the name of it. Um, Somebody on the internet will tell us about yeah, it. Yeah, they'll tell me how wrong I am yeah. and how, you know. Uh, but it's like a battle, the battle station would be cool. The bivouacs, but I don't think the bivouac and the and the guard station actually have to be a HasLab. I think yeah. they're in a good size. Um, mm -hmm. trying to do those, like, um, modularly. Oh, the one that I I would love to make a Tomahawk. We talked about, mm -hmm. I'll say this, we talked about the Tomahawk before we talked about the Dragonfly. The Tomahawk, think about how big the Tomahawk is compared to the Dragonfly. And then when you see the Dragonfly, it's like, the tomahawk would be a beast. It, it carries like I think it carried ten figures. I have one at home. A lot. I think it carried because it had the seating in the back, and then it carried two yeah. pilots. It's so it's yeah. so good. <laughs> the tomahawk with the camo. And we figured. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I'm getting. I get a. I get a little excited. Um, but uh, yeah, I think those are the ones I'd want to like reach for. Um, I think the mambo would be crazy looking. Or and I think it'd be remiss to not say the rattler. I think the rattler would be. Wow, mm -hmm. Eagle, come on, you know, or like a Night Raven in six inch scale. That would be big. Uh, Night Raven, like roughly the same size as the Sky Striker, which would be like four feet long. I don't think I don't know. I think we can get it for a good size. I, we I've looked at something and trying to like scale it out. Maybe that's something where we pull the scale down a little bit so yeah. that we could get mm -hmm. it there. Um, that was one of the Christmas presents that was we still believe we still believe in Santa Claus. But my dad that year was like. He's very Brooklyn Italian guy, right? Talk like this. He goes, Patty, here's my mom's name. Give a 
give him the G.I. Joe item. And he came out and he gave my brother and I the Night Raven. My brain melted. It's my favorite jet in G.I. Joe. I'd love to do a Night Raven. But um, and I think that I'm that, getting a little too personal. But I, but think, I think those kind of items, as I just listed off yeah. a list of 10 things. But, you know. And I think that there's also conversations to be had, you know, around kind of that scaling down of what is what's more important, making sure that we are as accurate as humanly possible to the three and three quarter inch product, which if scaled up means it would be unfeasible to do at six inch scale, yeah. or do we do a new six inch scale version that is slightly smaller, but you know, actually means that you might be able to bring some of those products to life. Yeah. And I don't know how much chatter it would make if we even posed a question, maybe in the articles, maybe there'll be comments, but like, what if we made a new vehicle? Like what if it was a new vehicle that was very GI Joe, Yeah. would the fans be receptive to that? And I would love to figure out how to get like data on that like how do we see with like hey what if we made a brand new type of tank or type of jet that yeah. like fits within the classified scale um mm -hmm. would people be receptive of that too because it'd be super fun to like just get into the yeah, of design new thing yeah 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 there's another question i was gonna have is, is is there an idea to because you know this classified series is, is kind of not necessarily a complete duplication of the 80 series but is there any idea in, in terms of bringing a new ip vehicle into the fold We'd love to. I mean, yeah. when we first, um, so before Classified came out, uh, myself and another designer, we were ideating what GI Joe could look like. So um, some of the, we were coming up with some crazy vehicles. We were going everywhere from classic GI Joe to a little more zany GI Joe. Mm -hmm. um, and we were looking at like how to, one of the vehicles that we looked at was reinventing the Rhino and what we could do with that. But we really pushed it far. Uh, we came up with vehicles that were like have helicopters detaching from them, getting Ooh, a little that's more. cool. Yeah, getting a little more 90s yeah. with it. Um, so, yeah, we did a lot of ideation. We even got like, I think we did like a rock and roll, like like a surf van kind of thing too. <laughs> but then it opened up instead of it being surfboards, it's like machine guns come yeah. out. Um, yeah, so right. we were looking at stuff like that. A little too zany at the end of the day. Um, but yeah, we'd love to bring new stuff to the line the coil is a new vehicle so baroness's coil which is like this kind of like rhino version of a motorcycle um or not a rhino but like it's like it's supposed to be like a heavy motorcycle yeah. that can like break through walls and stuff so yeah we definitely want to it's just a matter of feeling out what do people want yeah. you know what i mean we got to kind of we got to weigh that like when to give something new when to give something that's based in history kind of deal so. That Baroness and Coil Pack was the first G.I. Joe classified figure that I picked up before I started working on the line. Oh, sweet. And the snake that she comes with that fits on her arm brings me great joy still. I had this vision that she was like this sorceress and she had this like robot snake that she could command and shoot lasers out of. It's, it's even better. Instead of acid, it was, instead of shooting poison, it was yep. shooting lasers because yep. I don't know, it had this like intent, I don't know, sci-fi craziness <laughs> to it. Sorry. Now we're <laughs> rambling. I apologize. <laughs> Um, oh, thank you. Okay. So we have six more minutes if we want to do a yeah. last speed round and see where we end up before we're be we quick about the answers. Yep, we'll be quick about the answers. We'll be decisive and definitive. All right, Fran, go lightning round. Um, this is going to be a hard question, but the AAA GI Joe video game. Is there any information that will be available coming out for that? Because I think that is going to have a huge, gigantic impact on the marketing for GI Joe and getting it out to new people. I think it's huge potential. So it's just, there's so little information yeah. out there. It hasn't been really available. Yes. So, so we agree. We can't say anything. Stay tuned for more details soon. Cause we're, so technically that falls under a different team than us. Yeah. So we are specifically the 
toy team and then there is a like a franchise team that's specifically working on that so we don't want to step on anybody's toes by saying anything we shouldn't so let's zip around another franchise i think of another question that we can answer we'll zip around for some more so we can get more questions answered for you guys but we can't answer that one but we agree yeah we'll be sick yeah (laughs) about thing this month gi joe teased in transformers as uh evident by the new film coming out we've seen the uh three and three quarter collabs six inch something happening there great news we also can't comment on that but we're excited about what may or may not happen in the future we have seen the movie we'd we love are, to do something but we can't we can't speak we, to the yeah. future products yeah these are not the answers to give no these are not around. i'm sorry. so sorry no these are the perfect speed round questions for the end yeah. <laughs> dave, dave what's up what do you got all right give us one more that we can say we can't answer about don't know if this will fit in like that, but um, like the Sergeant Slaughter release from last year, is there any opportunity in the future for figures to come packed with more alternate hands like fists or saluting hands? Yes. Yes. Great news. <laughs> that was an easy one. I'm on it. Stay tuned for the future. Getting yelled at costume, right. but yes. Yeah. Great. That was <laughs> awesome. an easy one. All right, awesome, Andrew, but thank you. Speed round. Andrew's tapped out. I'm happy to pass to someone else. Hot dog. Who has another speed round? Fran, you want to try again? Um, just, it, I don't really have much. You guys went over so, so many things, oh, quite honest with you. We were comprehensive. We were comprehensive. Anybody else? We still have like two more questions or two more minutes. We sped oh, through those. Oh, you're real supposed fast. to show them. Oh yeah, no, I scheduled that into the time block. So oh. it's three more minutes. Up okay. To, no, no, we don't swear on this. This is wholesome don't family they, entertainment. Don't they bleep it with like a cobra. I mean, they would. I've been but... asking them to do that. Anyway, sorry, Fran, you are saying? <laughs> Nunchuck figure that's been out there that's that's been floating around that we're going to get Nunchuck is that something you guys can speak on? We cannot comment on future figure releases, but if I were you, I'd sure hang out and figure out what pre-orders are launching tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> so with plastic packaging making its return, um, will we continue to see the retro carded releases at um, Walmart or other retailers? Great news. We can't really comment on upcoming figure releases, but uh, we, like that line. we really like that line. And we think that it's really important that it's perhaps available to more people and that we continue to kind of push the characters that are included perhaps in a line like that, if maybe that was something we wanted to keep doing in the future. Yes. How's that? All right. Thank you. That Thanks. works. James, you got one last one before we uh, grab our, um, our baby. The old exclusives, the Serpentor and the Dr. Mindbender, are those going to become available again, or are they just going to forever be? So they were Comic-Con and Pulse-Con exclusives, so they were single runs. So we actually can't rerun those items. So that was that was it for them, um, which I, we're glad that so many people liked them. Yeah. It was, um, we did, I believe by the end, because we. Can you say a number? Don't, no, we don't can't say, say no. a number, but we ended up doing four times more of each of, the, so we did the, the we same number we we for do. both Mindbender and Serpentor, because we assumed people would want both of them, and it was four times as many as we did for um, Zartan the year before for PulseCon. Yeah, and I, I would actually yeah. have a question out there, so items like that, especially like Dr. Mindbender characters that have been in mainline and all that, and this is not like we were going to, we will do it, but it'd be interesting to get feedback to be like, would you guys want to see those in other, other, other iterations, colorways, yeah. different offerings, things like that. It wouldn't necessarily come with the same package. Yeah, it wouldn't be what would they were. Other, we would definitely yeah. offer it in a new refresh, essentially. So it'd yeah. be great to see if the fans want to see that stuff refreshed in yeah. a different way. Same mold. Absolutely. 
But out mind bender with the cobra symbol on the key, that's enough to yeah. just get there alone. Yeah. 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 Cool. Cool. Awesome. All right. Show them the dragonfly. Show them dragonfly. Yeah. All right. It's a little it. dusty because our photographer uh, gets gets silly with it. He uh, <laughs> wait until you see the pictures though. They are absolutely gorgeous. I think that you're really gonna like them. You guys see? Here, I'll hold them up. Oh yes. Yeah. So. Yeah. The button. I don't know if you guys can see the buttons so well on the uh, videos, but that's the button that activates all the lights. I think you can kind of see them in there. Yep. Uh, the gels are not final. They're going to be separate of each other. He'll have a gunner gel. We call them gels because that's um, it illuminates and makes the graphic in there. I think it's a it's like a a term for like video yep. editing. But anyway, so the screens on both will be different. Um, you guys saw most of the uh, HasLab video. We're showing you how they work. Oh, and here's a very early look at one of them. Oh. <laughs> the, um, Actually, I'm going to hold this open, Emily. Builder. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they, they know about these. No, they haven't seen the actual figures oh, yet. Well, you get the guys see that. Yeah. You guys can so, see the still four for you. First. There you go. And Wild Bill in there. Can you guys see it? I don't want to bust the model. we got to be careful with this. But. So just to clarify, the troop builder that's in the front seat is part of the steel core pack that's going to be coming out soon. Yeah. And then if you want to turn back towards yeah. me, you guys can see inside the flip down uh, inside the gunner stations like the machine guns are in there as well. The rounds deco's looking really cool. Um, still making it'll probably get touched up again before we show it to the public mm -hmm. just because it'll certainly get dusted. Yeah, our photographer, the scene you're going to see then when we do reveal it's is, beautiful. Is like a, can I tell them what kind of scene? Yeah, it's a desert scene. So there's a lot of dust on the model right <laughs> now because there's a lot of dust flowing around. He was using the compressed air to make explosions and stuff like that. Matt, the we have three mats yeah. on the team. So Matt C uh, had a blast doing it, and it and it shows. Yeah. Um, but the yeah, items coming out that he doesn't enjoy photographing our items. I wonder. He's been I... stuck on GI Joe photography for like a month at this point. He's having a great time. So if you guys can see this all the um, pop riveting we were talking about, like yep. a lot of aviation, where it's like thousands of pop rivets all over the thing. Um, so. Let me know if you're getting dizzy if I'm yeah. moving this around too much. But we're pretty excited about it. Um, yeah. So photos should be out sometime in the next week and a half or so as oh, soon sweet. as they come back from being edited. Um, but they're beautiful. We are thrilled. Yeah. It's it's really nice. It's also like it's enormous. Um, I'm going to take it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So that was your sneak peek. I hope that this was you felt like this was worthwhile. And does anybody have any follow up questions after they've seen our. Uh, our friend. It doesn't have a mechanism like on the side like the old one to spin the propellers, right? It does. So there's a mechanism. Uh, it's it's a it's a secondary part that goes on the bottom of the wing wing on the side. It's a winch, so you can hook, hook okay. the winch onto figures. And something else that maybe you guys can add in in the description of it is uh, with the Glenda figure, we're including a harness that'll fit male and female figures. Yeah. So that that That's harness exact. gets connected to the winch. That comes from the helicopter so you could suspend character you can suspend figures up and down from it and it should be able to winch them up and down so pretty cool awesome all right thank you everybody for joining us it was lovely to see you all and we really really appreciate you taking the time to hang out thank thanks. you for your time thank that you. was awesome that was a of lot course. of fun sweet thanks thank guys you very much have a great afternoon bye everybody Welcome to 
note part two of our GI Joe roundtable experience today. Um, so we broke up the sessions just because we know in the past they've gotten a little unwieldy. We wanted to make sure that everybody had enough time to answer questions and get their questions answered. Uh, hi, I am Chris McLeod, aka Diagnostic 80 from the Full Force podcast, and I have many questions for you amazing people. Um, obviously, congratulations, I should start off by saying, on successfully funding another phenomenal HasLab campaign. I mean, just out of this world. Uh, congratulations on that. Now, um, it really is a beautiful vehicle and something I've personally wanted to see since the classified line started way back that since that day that we met Lenny yeah. in uh, <laughs> and ever since I've just held a candle for it. I'm kidding. Um, anyway, uh, we've unlocked uh, so far, we've unlocked uh, Night Force Ripcord. We've, we've seen Glenda as the tier two reveal. Mm -hmm. Uh, awesome, by the way. Thank you so much for doing another international. Yeah, I do appreciate yeah, the international. To, trying to sneak those in where we can. Um, great, superb additions in my opinion on that one. Um, with though the kind of like you know it's slowed down a little bit in terms of um, you know in, in terms of the, the the back the orders and everything, which is effectively what happened with the the his tank yeah. as well. So yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, it's yeah. what happens to these things. I mean, lots of people have already jumped on board. Now, um, are you guys likely to reveal? the third tier before Glenda is unlocked? Or are you guys gonna wait until that eventuality? We're, so for the time being, we're waiting until either Glenda gets unlocked or we get closer to her being unlocked. This is, we are, we're not concerned about the pace of the campaign right now. This is what happens with every HasLab Absolutely, that yeah. is shown. And so it's, yeah. you know, you have the big spike at the very beginning, you have little spikes for each of the next marketing beats, and then that big FOMO spike at the end. Mm -hmm. um, we mentioned that we did, I think it was 8,000 Sky Strikers in the last 12 hours. We did like 6,000 His Tanks in the last 12 mm -hmm. hours. And so like, we're- Not we're, nerve wracking at all. No, we're not. <laughs> hey, we, this one funded in 26 hours and 23 minutes, well. which is yeah, great. Very flattering. Um, so we really like solidly beat the Sky Strikers record of 44 days and 14 hours, which is not how you want your that wasn't no, that wasn't no. that wasn't that we weren't nervous at no, all not nervous at no. all um <laughs> and so i think that we're we're really excited we have no concerns that we're going to get glenda unlocked that we're going to get our mystery third tier unlocked which um, i much mention i think it's yeah. something that goes unnoticed with glenda she's coming with a harness that'll fit most figures yeah and that's adjustable that connects to the to the um to the, to the cable that you can suspend figures from the dragonfly yeah. so uh, oh, goes unseen, but it's really you know, cool. Do you want to show off the model really fast? To... You want to do that first? Yeah. Did it's... we answer Chris's question? I think we like kind of answered Chris's question. Chris, did question. we answer your question? We sure, should. whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually, actually going to say, I just noticed yeah. uh, his tank posted uh, something from the first round saying that um, Airborne's not going to be the third tier reveal. Is it work? I'd like to get it on record, obviously, so that I've got some yes. for yes. recording so, purposes. Um, so the the idea was that for each of these sessions, we would give you a different character name reveal. So Airborne is officially coming in the main line. He is not going to be the third tier reveal for the HasLab. Okay. We cool. didn't want, we basically didn't want to lock him behind a HasLab. Yeah. Also, and then, with, from a production standpoint, we started him before the HasLab. We did. It's um, so closer to finished. From a practicality standpoint. So he will actually be arriving in main line before the Dragonfly ships. So he will get to wait for his ride at home. <laughs> um, Brilliant. While we're while we're on the um, the theme of kind of things that are to come, so your figure name reveal is we are actually doing an additional his tank troop builder multi pack. 
So this will be an item that is not locked to his tank backers. This will be an exclusive item on Hasbro Pulse that is open to everybody. And it is a three pack of all new troop builders to complement your his tank. Um, 788 fire team. Yes, the 788 fire team. And so so much information there. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so, so all new, we are so excited. So stay tuned for more info on that. Um, but so now each of you get one HasLab themed reveal for your character names. Congratulations. Yeah. And Thank I think you. in the spirit of us trying to be succinct with our yes. answers, mm -hmm. Terry. Yes. Oh, no, wait. Before oh, we do... You want to do that first? Yeah, can we sorry. do that first? I'm sorry, Terry. We, we're the absolute worst. Can we show you the dragonfly before we let you talk? And Terry, you're muted, by the way, you're buddy, just so you know. You look enthusiastic and sympathetic. Absolutely. Please, please do. Okay. All right. All right. Let's slide it on over. I have all of this detritus that I've set up on the table between the actual dragonfly and us. So to caveat, this is our beautiful early painted hit or yeah. dragonfly model. Um, this has been in the photo studio, so it is currently covered it's with dusty. some sand from its photo shoot. But we will wow. have official diorama wow. pictures of this that will be coming soon. Here is our almost knocked over my drink, really nailing oh, it. Actually, I don't know if we could have. So you can see inside, you see the Gatling guns inside. Um, and you can see their clear caps for the, um, they're not working lights. Uh, we went over that in that one. Yep. So they're not working lights, but they're like kind of clear the like the the safety yep. lights on either side of the wings. So to clarify, the, uh, the troop builder that is in the front is a sneak peek at our uh, steel core troop builder pack that will be coming soon. Sure. So nice. he's been swinging out with Bill. Yeah. And his paint, his paint came out really good. Yeah. And lovely Bill in the back, piling in the thing, got his steel core figure, gunning. So pretty That's sweet. Phenomenal. That and is phenomenal. Do you want to keep that up, and we can move this so that yeah. I'm letting a marketer handle a model. I know, right? <laughs> we, have, <laughs> we have this thing at Hasbro that we lovingly refer to as marketing hands, and it generally <laughs> means that as soon as a marketer picks something up, it's going to break. So uh, I have, I feel like I feel very honored for this moment you, because this you're, is you're a careful expensive. person. You're careful. Yeah. Not with your words. No, not with your <laughs> words sometimes, but definitely but, with uh, my models. It doesn't have all the parts and pieces on it, but I remember I had seen I had got a question somewhere. It has pins on the uh, skips, so you can put figures on there as well. Oh, cool. Yeah, cool. yeah. yeah. Um, I'm trying to see what else yep. we can kind of show that people haven't seen. Um, this turns. Turns really well, actually. Yeah, it's beautiful. And it's, a, it's still a resin model. It'll probably be better when it's plastic. Yeah. Um, but we don't want to mess around with it too much because it still has to make its way to other events. So we just want to show you guys kind of a closer image yep. of it. And then, Gorgeous. so official diorama images will be coming soon as soon as we get them back from editing, mm -hmm. um, which we think that you are really going to like. Matt just absolutely slayed it with this. He's yep. been basically doing nothing but G.I. Joe photography for like a month and a half. He <laughs> so he's so tired of us. He but... sent an image that I thought he broke it and I almost lost my mind, but yeah. he did it very delicately <laughs> like a gentleman yep. and it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um. So... Now that we have gone through all of that, before we have let Terry or, and I apologize because I can't say your name, was it a Jeremy? Yeah. Nailed it. All right. Fabulous. Okay. So, Terry, would you like to introduce yourself and ask us the question you've been very patiently waiting to ask? <laughs> Hi, I'm Terry Desard, and I've been involved in the G.I. Joe community for, God, over 25 years now. And, um, wow, it, this has been an amazing ride of the last two years seeing the classified line grow. Uh, 
Oh, thank you. I'll admit I was a skeptic. Yeah, whenever there's a scale change, it, it's iffy. Mm. Uh, what I'd like to ask is I'm also a military historian, and the idea of the dragonfly using a notar you know, tail design and how it's been pulled off on this, there's like a little bit of the early nineteen early nineteen seventies super or cobra and then the later Marine Corps super cobras like the whiskey or Zulu cobras. Um, like what parts did you bring into that? I mean there's so many different you can't put all the pieces on it all at once, obviously. Yeah. And so, you know, what what elements came from kind of where when you were putting that together? So on Classified, the idea is to start from the Real American Hero toys as a base. So we were trying to kind of get the vibe of the original Dragonfly, as you can see with the gate and how it sits, uh, the angle of which its aggression is at, um, and even in the um, in the, in the back, uh, the tailpipe and the uh, exhaust. Mark was really diving into what a real Cobra has on it, and he wanted to kind of blend the mix between toy and real to make it iconic to it because yes we are doing military-esque vehicles military inspired vehicles but it needs to be the dragonflies if gi joe had made it and issued it so it's kind of a combination um and he wanted to keep some details as in like you can kind of adjust the tail fins to be more like the old school one where they're off center or make it more realistic when it's like more of a v so it's kind of, I would say, a Hasbro design, essentially, to yeah. kind of make it more unique and ownable. You even notice that with the back exhaust thrusters, um, we took some thinking from the original vehicle, which I believe are more round, if I'm remembering my toy at home. Yeah, um, more round ones. They're more round, and then what Mark wanted to do is make it a little more modern, because a lot of more modern jets and exhausts are more um, rectangular. So it's kind of a blend of Mark's design, essentially. So we netted out from looking, doing research, and looking at the original toy and then having a little bit of creative liberty to make something that's ownable to G.I. Joe Classified. It looks fantastic. Thank you. I, I, get to see I will thing. let Mark know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I get to see this sitting on a Marine Corps ship any day. It looks fantastic. Yeah, and that's Thank that's you. the idea with the line, right? We're, we're trying to do like production design. Like if we were to make the the action figure movie, yeah. what, what, what would we do? And that's what we're trying to do. Cool. Thanks, Great. Terry. All right, Jeremy, would you like to introduce yourself after being so very patient and ask whatever you'd like your first question to be? Absolutely, yeah. Uh, I'm Jeremy Conrad from Bleeding Cool, and uh, congratulations on the Dragonfly, of course. Thank you. Um, I would I would like to ask about just Yojo June in general. There's been, like, more pre-orders and Haslabs and everything announced in, like, probably the last three weeks than there has been in maybe the last, like, two months. Um, after it was, it was pretty quiet for a little while, I think. And uh, are you a little worried that maybe it's a little overwhelming for some people, or is that just not bearing out the numbers at all? Not to sound like really overconfident, that's not really bearing out the numbers at all. Um, we so kind of purposefully, the way that we structure Yojo June is in order to make sure that we have enough to kind of fill out the month. We kind of paused pre-orders on G.I. Joe a little while beforehand and just kind of crammed them all into June. I think the really nice thing is that not everything that we're pre-ordering in June is going to hit your bank accounts at the same time because most of these figures are slated either they're one-offs for exclusives. There was only one full wave that is going to ship at mm. relatively the same time. 
And so I think that it can be a little bit overwhelming just to like look at the sheer numbers of it. But in like it's not going to be like 12 figures that all hit your bank account on the same day, which I think is nice. Um, I agree. Yeah. And just <laughs> as a as a reminder for people that are thinking of still thinking about backing the dragonfly and know that everybody here knows how it works, but that funds aren't collected for the dragonfly until the end of the campaign. So even if you back today, those funds will not be collected until the campaign ends at 11.59 p.m. Eastern time on July 17th, which my bank account is thrilled because I ordered five of them. Um, so Everybody in the family's getting one. Yeah, oh yeah, no, that's his- On my dime. Yep, Sky Strikers, his tanks, dragonflies, five of each. Yeah. I've got the- We were telling the last group, I was, I told my mom centerpiece for Christmas is uh, his tank. Yeah. Her, totally beautiful. her his tank. Her his tank. Yes. Can you, oh, can you like go to the craft store and get some like fairy lights and tiny little ornaments and actually like she, bring them around she the will. tank? Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> Um, actually, I'm going to do that with mine too. That's a great idea. Um, I have, so I have a, basically, this is a little bit overshare, but in my creepy attic, um, that has an old wedding dress hanging from the rafters that I found in a hidden crawl space in this attic that I bought this house and basically the wind blew down a panel I didn't know existed. And there was a wedding dress inside with a rocking chair that was knocked Stop. over. Anyway, I know it just keeps getting worse, right? Um, and... Um, but right next to the wedding dress and the rocking chair that are, of course, displayed in the middle of my attic to appease the attic ghost, um, is my pile of Haslabs. I didn't know it got, I didn't know it was revealed in the wind. Yeah. That's oh, yeah. Scary. So the, the wind in a storm knocked the panel off and that's where the sideways rocking chair and the wedding dress were. Yeah. Um, my house is totally haunted, but I'm pretty sure she's benevolent, so it's fine. Uh, but let, I'm not taking any chances. I would say this, let the wind blow to yeah. Chris's next question. Oh, that was a good segue. <laughs> you like that? Yeah, that was Radio really nice. with yep. Emily and Lenny. <laughs> that was that was like a segue worthy of the Full Force podcast. That yeah, was, that was sensational. Um, no, that's great. Uh, I've got so many questions and it is just, I don't even know which one to choose right now. Okay. Is it about uh, so the Yo wedding dress? So the wedding dress, right? Mm -hmm. um, when are we seeing that in classified? No, that doesn't make any sense. Uh, Yojo June has been an incredible month, as it always is nowadays. In, is this new? Is this new format of weekly pre-orders in a Haslab something we can expect every June from now on, or are you always trying to up one up yourself? And I know it kind of kind of carries over from the the last question, but are you guys yeah. going to be literally doing the same thing again, or are you going to be June, giving July, even more? In January. <laughs> I feel like it. <laughs> It's so hard to say because we kind of always want to one-up ourselves and we're always trying to figure out, you know, what is the next thing that we can really do to add that surprise and delight factor for fans? Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's something that because we are, we are an owned and operated brand, we're not necessarily based on current entertainment we get a lot of leeway to kind of we can share we can share we are a test and learn brand we can try wacky new things and see how it goes so i feel like this as a new format has been really fun to test these are the kinds of videos that we've been doing that the star wars team has been doing for a little while but we've never tried them on gi joe before and so i think that's been fun mm -hmm. but wanting to figure out like okay so what is the next version of surprising and delighting mm. fans that we can do yeah. other than that oh remember that 40th anniversary two-hour live show that we did <laughs> that um when we were in the, i remember you block that out of your memory it was the one in the big sound stage that we went on oh, for two yeah. hours 
Like you just talked for two hours. Tony and I busted. Yeah, I was. Yeah, yeah. I was waiting. I was waiting with my co-host Pat for that that stream to finish so we could go live and we were like getting, we were getting it was like how, how are we still watching this stream this is insane yeah. gi joe and boston yeah. chops we were what do we, do? we had such a and like i think we had done maybe one rehearsal run through of that and i don't actually remember how long the rehearsal ran no the rehearsals are now just lenny tony yeah tell us about the toy that's yep. literally what the note is yeah on the oh yeah no script. we so we don't do rehearsals anymore we actually i'm extra mean i don't even write notes down for gf joe anymore. Like <laughs> i just have like i have a run of show in our head. Way, yeah i think it is but i think long story short yeah. we're gonna look for new ways to surprise and delight yeah because it's it's a own operated brand we can be we're not a little like, weird yeah it's like it's our it, it belongs to hasbro so we could be we can be um mm. We can explore different avenues that maybe other partners would not want us to yeah. do, but we can like look into. Let's yeah. try it true. We can take more risks and it's okay if things kind of. It's less. Yeah. 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 You know where we're going with this, right? I know, yeah. I know what you're saying. And um, by the way, those updates were so much fun. The HasLab updates that you guys were putting up every kind of like week or so. They were, yeah, they were great. More yeah. of those, please. Just in general, yeah. just, just do that every couple of days. That'd be great. Thanks. Yeah. So we have a lot of maps and marks that work on our team. And so the HasLab updates were the, the pre-campaign updates and actually most of the updates. Now, anything that's written in character voice is the genius work of our brand writer, Mark. He does such a phenomenal job. And then all of the graphics were done by our, our branding mm -hmm. human, Jonathan. And it's been so much fun to see those come together. The marketing brief for those was, I was like, so I just want to like do a couple of updates to tease out the HasLab. And they're like, okay, so here's the idea. Here's the whole backstory. <laughs> this is kind of like the reason for being for it from this like perspective. We want to do X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, cool. This sounds great. Yeah. Run with it. We have it. a lot of teammates that yeah. are very creative. Very and passionate. On GI Joe yeah. too can like, can uh, display that for lack yeah. of a better word. Yep. And I think we have a lot of uh, brains thinking of how we could do other creative things of displaying and showing what's down the pipeline or what's up coming up for pre-order. Yeah. So. And I think it's it's so much fun because I like to say that we are all at Hasbro, we are all nerds. And yes. we're all kind of nerds, nerds, but we're all nerds, nerds about like different things in complementary ways. And so it's nice because we don't like we're not all nerdy about exactly the same thing. So we don't just like talk in a death spiral about it. But yes, but... the <laughs> but it it all kind of complements the things that we get excited about They They provide jumping off points for other people to get excited about things and figure out how they can contribute. And so I think it's. You never, you never know where something's going to lead here, yes. and I think that's beautiful. Life is to be creative, yeah. Which is really, exactly. it's what I love about the brand so much. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Wow, that was a really good ramble from us. Terry, I, yeah. I get out. Hey, yeah. Terry. <laughs> yeah, we'll try to be quicker because I know the time. The time gets time starts chewing up. So uh, you mentioned you did a re reveal uh, earlier in the previous one. That was the steel something. So that was so the the name only reveal for the earlier session was Airborne coming as a mainline release instead of a because we know people have been really excited they're hoping that he's yeah. the last Haslab tier so we just wanted to let everybody know that he is actually coming in mainline and you'll and get then, him way before the Haslab yep and then we accidentally forgot that there was a Steel Core trooper in the helicopter 
Um, so that was also you've seen render reveals of those, but not actual figures. Now you've seen his production paint. So now job, you, so now you've seen. Yeah, no, it's great. Um, uh, so we're doing great. I'm sorry. Please continue. Oh, um, I was just saying, looking at Glenda, there's so many parts that are jumping out at me that there I can see where it's going to go all over the line, and mm-hmm. uh, that flash backpack and laser rifle especially. You know, those are some very antiquated designs for those mm-hmm. original figures. And, um, well, for example, uh, Glenda here is a complete, you know, original Scarlet, top to bottom, as far as, you know, the the clothing, the outfit, the gloves, and so on, um, with some minor updates. Is that something you would, you would do with, like, an 82, 83-era figure, you know, or do you try to stay a little more faithful to the original design which so while we can't comment on upcoming figures that have not been announced yet using your context clues it's i think one of the things that we love is dropping easter eggs and seeing how fans choose to interpret them and us not having to say anything about it i'm very excited about the glenda figure yes but we are very very excited about the glenda figure and we think that she has great potential and delightful ramifications for the future of classified series. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How's that for an answer? <laughs> Fantastic. Chris knows my like marketing like Thank circle. God for the of, marketing. Yeah. I always and you can see so sometimes when we're in calls, I know what Lenny wants to say for something, and I jump in before he can start talking. I was hoping you were going to jump in for yeah. that one. Yeah. Like, yep. Please jump in. For mm-hmm. this one. Yeah. Anyways. No, I've learned. We, Next question. We're a good compliment for each other. <laughs> Um, thank you, Terry. All right, Jeremy, thoughts and feelings. <laughs> this one is just off the rails. I love it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I'll continue to be the one to not ask about the HasLab because um, something else interesting in G.I. Joe Land just happened, and they announced a new comic series from Robert Kirkman's Skybound along with Transformers and this yeah. new Energon universe thing, and I was wondering what your guys' thoughts about it is, and do you think that there's an avenue to work with them closely to get more things like the Megatron disc tank and things like that done along with the Transformers team going forward. That is such a solid question. So just so that everybody knows, there are many different teams working on the gloriousness of G.I. Joe at this company. Glorious. And we are, it's a very Cobra commander uh, <laughs> thing to say. Cobra. Sorry. Thank you. Please. <laughs> so um so we are not on the team that is directly kind of working with our publishing partners so we can't actually comment on that because we don't want to misspeak for them at all but i think that i can speak for both lenny and myself very when excited we are we say that we're very excited and that we're really really excited to kind of see what those comics look like and mm-hmm. what what they mean for the future of the yeah. brand and there's i mean there's precedent for as we're working with publishers yeah like and with product so i, I can see potential of um not saying an actual product that we would do, but like there's probably there's potential to partner with them to make some really cool combinations and releases yep. and stuff like that. So Thanks. it's exciting to see. Yeah. All right. How was that a for an answer? It's a little disappointing to hear you guys aren't working on. You guys rock. 
Yeah. Oh, thank, thank you. you. Thank um, you. our publishing team is phenomenal. Um, Michael Kelly is leading up our publishing team. He's been team. doing he's, Joe for and, a very long time. Oh, yeah. Too. He, he knows is, the brand very he well. He is an absolute delight. Um, and he is very, very passionate about G.I. Joe. Um, he knows everything. Yes. And he also yeah. has a like four foot tall megazord cutout outside of his office um from all of the Boom Studios part. Michael knows what's up. He, he knows what's up. He actually, so we did, um, we just did a, like an internal fundraiser for Hasbro Children's Hospital that we call Raffle Rumble. And I actually won one of the Power Rangers comic oh, sweet. sets from publishing. So I too now get one of those four foot megazords that holds comic books. Oh, that's sick. Um, so I really that's need awesome. an occasion to display it behind me <laughs> on something to, you know, as, as a little flex. The next round table. I think so. Just for G.I. Joe, though, just have the Megazord behind us. G.I. Joe comic books in it. Oh, there we go. Yeah. yeah. Can we like, oh, we could put like one of those Cobra baseball caps on him? Yes. Yeah. Okay, perfect. <laughs> We've got this all nailed. What's I'm, your next question? I'm so sorry. You're getting like tangential, Lenny and Emily. I'm going to I'm gonna like be like, what's the next question? Yeah. <laughs> is it is it back to me again? I think, it is. I think so. Okay. There's only three, there's only three yeah. today. Okay. Um, I will say this. I know you can't talk about future stuff, but you might be able to confirm some things. So I absolutely love the fact that you are hinting at other releases in promotional product imagery and on the box art as well. So Tunnel Rats promo shots hinted at some cool stuff. And it appears as though there are some Cobra Troopers in the background of low lights artwork. Can you confirm whether these are new figures in the pipeline? And in Lowlight's case, are those troopers the Valkyries or something new? Uh, can, if can I remember comment? correctly, so a lot of those, that's not figure sculptures on those. Yeah. That is created by the artists that are doing those pack that packaging art. Right. Uh, the Lowlight, I think they're Valkyries, if I remember correctly. Ah, okay. They are Valkyries. Okay. Um, that So that being said, anything that is in the diorama photography that is not on, that are not on packaging renders, those are actual figures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. There's no extra CG on a diorama shot. Yep. Uh, but the CG is added to the packaging art for mood. Yep. Right. Yeah. So it's world building, it's storytelling, it's Easter eggs, it's it's extra context, and you know, where is this character that you're familiar with, like hanging out in the comics or the shows? Mm -hmm. um, and it shows a passion of the packaging team, yeah. the graphics team, like they oh, yeah. go all in. Absolutely slaying it. Julian and Stacy are doing such a good mm -hmm. job with that. Mm -hmm. Um, our team is we we would have nothing without our team and we are so so lucky it takes, it takes a village yeah it really does it takes a village <laughs> we are we're raising a family a little like little family G. of gi joe plastic humans this is i'm so sorry <laughs> <laughs> it's nice that you guys got drunk before doing this it's i like great. how you, when i laugh my jersey accent comes out it's nice plastic humans yeah. You did. Sorry, it was very funny. Was it this one that you did the impression of your dad or the last the one? The last one. That uh, was good too. My dad gave me a uh, um a night raven. A night raven. Yeah. And he was like, Patty. My mom's name is Pat. Give the boys the night raven. Give the, the G.I. Joe jet. And my face <laughs> melted. It was Christmas. I think I was five or six years old when we got it. And it was just like he gave us an early Christmas present. And it was just like good times. Good yeah. times. Anyways, Terry, what's your question? Yeah, hey, Terry. I feel like it just always goes right downhill right before we get to Terry. And I try to. Yeah. No, you're doing really good. Um, if we can take a step back to the uh, His Tank Has Lab just for mm -hmm. a moment. Um, the His Tank has been a sci-fi looking vehicle. It's never yep. really existed you know, in any form. Maybe the His 2. That could be in reality. But 
Are you implying that. that the septic hiss isn't grounded in reality, Terry? <laughs> ah, who knows these days? Um, <laughs> but it looks like it's an infantry fighting vehicle at this mm -hmm. point, and that is awesome. And you'd mentioned there'll be uh, a troop pack coming along with this, mm -hmm. and so are we looking at just regular vehicle crew? I don't want to get anything too specific, but I like to put accessories on my figures, and I like to keep them on there. Is that something that would be very doable on that, both on the Dragonfly, That's on the amazing. skids anyway, and on the uh, the Hiss? Yeah, so the, the Hiss the Hiss has a platform that on the back of the um, where the troops can go inside. There's a platform right. that can stand, and there's rail so they can hold on. So, and I, if I'm remembering correctly, I think it can hold, there's a jump seat for one figure mm -hmm. and then two other figures you can cram inside. So you can fit three figures in there. And the Hiss uh, fire team, the, the 788 fire team is a team of three. So oh, you can brilliant. probably get the three of them in the back and or somebody hanging on to the back of there, which yep. we were thinking the same thing. We wanted to do something where it gave you a fully encompassed story and their colorway is going to match the Hiss tank, which is really cool. We even pulled some of the um, so Mark and the Hazlab team had done those really cool graphic design work of like um, more militaristic looking uh, patches that could be on the his tank that never made it on there. We pulled some of those and we put them onto the the troopers, which looks pretty rad. And there are three oh. troopers of three different jobs, essentially. So again, GI Joe is all about archetypes, like trophy trophy archetypes, and how cool can we make them? Right. And each character has a different job. Uh, when it comes to um, fending off a dragonfly. You're just doing a really good... I'm so proud of you. Yeah, I do a good job yeah, being cagey. You, you were so politely cagey, and you were like, here's all of the information I can give you up until the point where Emily's going to be like... <laughs> um, but I, I think that there is... The other thing that I'll comment on with the, the fire team pack is that this will be your only opportunity to get these three figures as troop builders. Yeah. Um, so we are cognizant of that and we want to make sure that that's one of the reasons why we wanted to make sure that it was available to as many people as possible and not have it locked behind and not have it necessarily locked, but just to the people who purchased a hiss tank. These are amazing troop builders that you can use with a hiss or without a hiss, just depending on what your collection has. And did you say it was a pulse exclusive? It is going to be a Pulse exclusive. Yeah. Thank you. Yep. That's great. Thank you. Well, cool. thanks, Jerry. All right, Jeremy, you're up. <laughs> um, I'm pretty excited that in about three weeks, uh, San Diego Comic Con is coming. Are you guys going to be there? Uh, yes, we will, with bells on, not literally, <laughs> metaphorically. Uh, but we'll be very excited to be there. Ring doorbells. Uh, yeah, I hope we get to see person. Can you tease us? maybe with some stuff we might see or what if any of the kind of exclusive there might be I'm not asking for a reveal but maybe a tease so we will have our spoiler alert our san diego comic-con exclusive item for the year will be there um i know how's that for an answer we will be revealing a couple more figures we'll have one item that is a pulse exclusive. Okay, you know what we'll this is. Yep, we'll have one <laughs> item that is kind of a, I believe it's a, I want to say Famazon maybe. It's a one item that's a wider release item. Mm -hmm. um, 
will have, oh, what we will have is anybody who is at the event will be able to see a production his tank for the very yes. first time. So we'll have an actual his tank that's, that's there. Nice. Um, we will have anything that has been released for anything that's been pre-ordered for Yojo June. We'll have figure samples there yep. so that you can see them in person, which we're really excited about. We'll have our Dragonfly model there so that mm -hmm. you can see it in person. Just note that San Diego Comic-Con will be, the campaign finishes on Monday the 17th. SDCC starts on the 19th. So it will not be available for funding there, but we wanted to make sure we were showing it off. Mm -hmm. um, and one of the new G.I. Joe swag pins that you'll be able to get this year, because you know I love good swag, features the dragonfly. Cool. Sorry, I'm an idiot. <laughs> are you guys doing a panel? Yeah. Are you guys doing a panel like last year as well? We will be doing a panel. So um, we will be doing a panel this year. It will mostly follow the same kind of structure as last year. So we'll do name only reveals. We'll do some render reveals. And then we'll have a couple of pre-orders that launch as well. Cool. And then this year, I believe there might actually be four of us on the panel this year. Yep. Everybody. Yep. If nobody's travels are interrupted. We have two very special guests. We do. We have two very special guests. Um, so I think that'll be really fun. It's a lot. Yeah. It's there's we're doing a lot of more to kind of come on what the Hasbro SDCC execution is this year, but it's it's a lot. They're actually they let me help plan the event this year, which is crazy. So I was like, how many things can we do You're on the stage it. and how much product can we give away? <laughs> um, so I am thrilled. It's awesome. Yeah. Just Give people what they want for toys and swag. Give the people what they want. <laughs> yeah, plastic. <laughs> <laughs> Fabulous. All right, thank you, Jeremy. Cool. Okay, Chris, back to you. Yeah. I have another twelve questions. Um, I'm just kidding. No. So, uh, what was I going to say? Tomorrow. Um, yeah. Obviously, we're kind of expecting, expectant uh, that something might be happening tomorrow in terms of the pre-order mm -hmm. scenario, uh, based on patterns, of course. Um, what are we likely to see anything tomorrow at the similar time as last week and so on and so forth? I mean, is there anything you can kind of go into uh, in terms of what we might expect tomorrow? Gosh, you know what? We really can't comment on upcoming figures that will be released. But if I were you, I would sure tune in tomorrow at approximately the same time that we've trained you to <laughs> tune in. Or perhaps, I don't know, a video or maybe pre-orders to be yeah. launching, maybe with a special guest. Maybe there will be something ex extra exciting maybe, maybe tomorrow. Maybe something more not as typical. Maybe something not as typical. Um, so, I mean, if I were you, I'd probably tune in. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> All right, Terry. Thoughts and feels? Questions? <laughs> um, it's just more of a design, general design question. I'm looking at the uh, pre-order up here for Mr. Robert Grunt Graves and oh, yeah. fantastic modernization of that character. And it, but specifically, it's accessories that seem to really make the big change on that um what are you using for patterns because there's a lot of real world there's a lot of g edge of lore there's a lot of just um hey this is cool let's see what it looks like it was plugged in you know onto the onto the weapon but specifically what is that silver thing with the blue circle in it that has been driving me crazy since wave one. Oh, 
the I think the fans deemed it the Joe Pro. Yeah. Which I love. It's beautiful. I love that it's going with Joe Pro. Uh, so I'll answer that first. Uh, the idea in the beginning was to uh, give G.I. Joe a little bit of sci-fi tick with a with real world grounding. So everything looks like it works. The idea of that was kind of like almost like a HUD that would pop up like a battle screen. So like they could project like in a video game, essentially, to kind of see the battle skim or to see the lay of the land, maybe like a projection of a map or whatever their mission is or something like that. And it can also work as like almost like a walkie-talkie too. Um, I forget what game I was playing. I got inspired by like the head walkie-talkies in the back. Mm. It would hit a button here and they would talk into it. Oh, that's super smart. It was kind of rad. Yeah. And I just thought it'd be cool if that not only was a walkie-talkie, but was like a HUD that could pop up that wasn't necessarily like some like power gauge on their eye, which looks kind of cheesy. Yeah. Wanted to keep it something that could be here and could be removed based on characters. Not everybody needs it. And it was something we were going to keep on every character, but we felt that as the line was growing, it gets uh, redundant. So not everybody needs it. Like on rock and roll, we gave him a, we gave him a walkie talkie instead, which looks pretty rad, especially with the old school gun that he has. Mm -hmm. It kind of works with it. So all of his cool tattoos, all of his tattoos. Yeah. Um, uh, so I kind of want some of them when I was designing them. Yeah. I was like, I kind of want this, like, cause one of them is a lightning skull. It's pretty rad. Um, but it's a Joe pro. Yeah. The fans Joe name. Pro. And as for a design standpoint with all the other parts and pieces on him, when I do research to design a new character, I start scraping from Google to see mm -hmm. like what gear, um, like, like particular units in the military would use. Um, and then I also look at how do we, up them up the ante a little bit how can we change the material that that's made out of like if it's kevlar what does a kevlar pattern look like i like to add a lot of stitching to kind of add that realism because i like to make things look like even though it's molded look like it was constructed by somebody a little mm -hmm. 112th scale uh seamstress. seamstress making uh make making the vest right so a lot of it is doing research and then uh looking at um reference and then i i am very old school in my design approach where i do a lot of turn drawings so I do the turn drawings based on a lot of images i pull to kind of come up with something new but grounded in reality um and then actually uh, one of my friends is a green beret and he was telling me about i have like this really cool hud that it's almost like a, their phones yeah. are on the vest and they could pop it down and they could see where all their teammates are at Cool. It was like he was blowing my mind explaining how they have this. It's, it's like a video game. They kind of look down to see where they're going. And uh, I was just inspired by this thing. He showed me all of his gear, too. It was <laughs> it was cool. Like we had the, the kids were all playing and it's like bouncy house and he's got all his gear out and he's showing me his the, the headset and all that. So I was very inspired by him showing me all that. So I baked that into the device that's on his vest as well. So um, it's a little window into how we design stuff. It's a lot of scraping and doing research and dorking out. But then adding that twist of a little bit of uh, fantasy that GI Joe has always had. Yeah, and yeah. I think on the on that level of detail. So my mom is a quilter; she has been for her entire life. And when she looks at classified series figures, she just all she thinks about is how realistic all of the details are, the folds of the pants as they tuck into the boots, and that stitching and the textures is and i mean she's in her 70s and she is just she's blown away by how realistic the That's figures awesome. look and awesome i think that gear. it's it's all of those little details that show yeah. how much love is put into this line like you don't you don't have to do that that's all stuff that you do because it's you love real. it and you care well, and because you real. want it to look real and it's yeah. it's really awesome because like you know in creating the patterns and what we want or we call them pattern drawings or sculpt inputs it's where my passion lies with design 
Um, but it's really amazing to see that when I work with a sculptor of the passion they bring to yeah. bring that to life with their talent, like it's it's incredible to see how much time and love goes in to realize this like pattern drawing. And it's 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 it makes it. It, I'm excited every time we make a figure. Like it's like we put everything we have into every figure, and then to see the sculptors then take it to this completely other level with what people are going to get in hand, it's really cool. And to hear your mom loves yeah. the folds is like, yep. I love that. And I think that it's, it is <laughs> it means it we're is, doing it right. <laughs> it's love every step of the way, and it's one of the things that I think is so wonderful about working here. Is sometimes people will be like, so I have an intern right now. She's absolutely delightful. And when we're doing the intern hiring process, everybody's like, so what's a typical day look like for you? What will a typical day look like as an intern? I'm like, honestly, I can't really tell you because every day is different here. We do different things every single day and no two figures that you work on are ever the same. And I think that that is so, it's so cool. And it's such a testament to your skills and the love that you put into the line that it's oh sorry. he's crying this is your baby and i love it and our teammates wonderful. a lot of our teammates yeah. do too I, I won't say names because a lot of teammates don't want us to say yeah. the names they're like please don't talk about <laughs> it, it is, on the internet i gotta say yeah. it is as designers like we're really doing it for the love of it and yeah. uh to hear that people are enjoying it and like this anecdotal your mom yeah. thing it, it means a lot because a lot goes into every action figure yeah. and every action figure line so uh the fact that people are enjoying those details uh is uh it's enriching for us yeah. so we want to do even more of them i would do 200 yeah. gi joe's a year if i could and i think i thought you have we, we won't <laughs> a year um, that's that's a lot um but I think that it's, you know, our team is, we have looked out on everybody who has come and rotated through our team, regardless of how long they were here for how many months or days or years they have been on the GI Joe team. We are, we are so lucky to be surrounded by mm -hmm. this many incredibly talented human beings. And you find that within all of the teams at Hasbro, we are all so passionate about what we're doing and our contributions to the product. And without even one of those facets, yeah. the whole thing falls apart. Yes. And it's, so it's been not knowing anything about how the toy industry worked before I joined this company. That has been one of the coolest things to me. I am constantly surrounded by incredibly smart human beings who think in ways my brain is incapable of working in. And it is, it's so cool. Thank you. That yeah. means uh, it's, uh, I would say the way we think, maybe it's not good for reality, yeah. but. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I think it's beautiful and I we're and I will speak for Lenny here we are we count ourselves so lucky to be part of not only this industry and the products that we get to do but to be part of G.I. Joe history it is it's so humbling I was in the archives the other day looking around and thinking you know long after we are gone whether from Hasbro or on this earth the memory of G.I. Joe will stay and we will basically stay, our memories will stay alive because of the products we were working on Yo and Joe. our contribution. Oh, that's a sad Yo Joe for this. <laughs> I'm sorry, that got really weird we and got deep, deep. But like, we got deep. But it's, it's <laughs> so, how, Edit how, you need often, to. <laughs> how often do you get to say that you're part of something that is a 60 year legacy yeah. of something that is known around the world it's and crazy. that you got to put your mark on for however long that is this this thing that's gonna live on forever it's 
it's a piece yeah. of Americana that's been around yeah. for over 50, 60 years. Yeah. You know, it's it's amazing. Um, so I'm very sorry that that got weird and deep. No. But first, first of all, thank, yeah. for, thank you for that. It was very, yeah. very kind. Yeah, thank you. All right. Well, that was a weird tangent, but Jeremy, you got, <laughs> it wasn't a, you weird, got a question? It was kind. <laughs> I don't even know how to follow that. <laughs> can you? Can it please um, be just a really dumb question? Can it be, hey, Emily, why is your favorite G.I. Joe character Ice Cream Soldier? Well, so that's because I like to be a contrarian sometimes, and I like to horrify people when they say, what is the one character you want in the line? And Lenny just looks so disappointed in me. <laughs> It's either Ice Cream Soldier or I, want, or I want the Ninja Force characters with rooted hair, but only if we do them with rooted hair. No rooted hair, yep. no deal. Rooted hair. I'm with you on that one. <laughs> I'm um, sorry, now you can actually ask what your question is. Now that I've reset the tone. <laughs> Even though you guys kind of went into that, um, into this before that, can um, you guys talk about the design on the Snow Serpent? Because... I don't think I've seen a more incredible action figure in the last. Can we? I ordered like eight of them. Ooh, but, nice um, compliment for you. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Um, you go into what 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 uh the decision making process behind like the wolf, um, lay over on his head. I don't know what to call that. Skin. Pelt. I don't. I don't. Yeah. So you talk a little bit about designing the snow surface. <laughs> He's pretty yeah. toasty. Um. Well. Uh. I did see. Can you clarify for the people on the internet who have asked me a lot of times? It's time, not timber. Is this timber? Okay, I, not timber. Somebody reached out to me, and uh, you know we can only answer questions so much, and it's because there's like you know we got to be careful about how we answer stuff. We really do try to answer people where we can. Yeah. Um, but it is. I was joking around saying it's Timber's wolf pack. So now Timber hates snow serpents. Okay. Because uh, okay. he's a timber. So Timber is actually a timber wolf, which are the largest of wolves in north america there's another species of wolves that are larger i'm going into this because i went nuts on wolf research because i was afraid timber was too big but timber wolves have been have been documented at 200 pounds really yeah in that's the, enormous currently this is a new thing okay they're getting bigger interesting but there's bigger wolves in i think the baltics or something like that cool it's like a bigger kind of like it's not a timber wolf i can't remember the name of it but it's an epic looking animal timber is actually based on one of those but Currently, it's 200. They're, they're getting bigger. So I'm okay. like, okay, I am accurate. So I was bugging out. Anyways, back to the snow serpents. Um, I wanted to keep it very close to the old school because it's this very special character. Everybody loves snow serpents, right? Like I was afraid to overly design it, to change it from where it was, but I knew it needed things that made it more special from where it was. So we definitely need to keep all the fur on the shoulders and all that and the collar, which... Um, we ended up gluing down, but you can take off the collar if you put a little elbow grease in there. Um, but essentially, we tried to keep it pretty close to the original design with some cues from Pursuit of Cobra. We kept the uh, parachute on the front because, you know, if you're snowboarding too fast, you might have to go off the mountain and take a ride. <laughs> I'm just I'm just joking. Um, but for that would the, be a very cool diorama picture, though. That, would, that should be in a movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Gotta go, bro! Um, <laughs> Anyways, but uh, for the uh, for the wolves, um, I was thinking that the unit gets lost in the Arctic or some sort of tundra or mountain, and um, they kind of go feral and get attacked by a pack of wolves. And I added the wolf in there to denote the leader, kind of like what we did the mm. Cobra Troopers, where we added the patch so you could take the patch off. Which, like basically on troop builders, I want to give people options of things to put on them. 
so that you can kind of make a unit just from buying the one well buying the couple of figures of the pack you'll have options in there to mix and match and play that's why they come with so many weapons too so it's like one can be the bazooka guy one can be the rifleman one could be the smg guy so um and then one could be on snow snowshoes one could be on the snowboard so the idea was to give options in there to for play and the idea with the wolf was kind of to give them an edge essentially right like they survived a attack from a wolf pack and now they are wearing the wolves <laughs> that tried to take them out and that's how like i don't can i say badass yeah, yeah that's sure. how badass they are <laughs> and then also you can use it you can use it as the leader so if you if you did buy eight of them which thank you very much very much appreciate mm -hmm. that you can have your squad leader in the front wearing a wolf pelt yeah um oh. so yeah that was the thinking they look incredible in real life too like they as cool awesome. as you think they look on the internet wait until you have one in your hands and you get to actually like play with all of the accessories yeah. and see how I'm constantly struck whenever I get, because I'm now that I'm not necessarily on the product development side of marketing, I don't get to see samples as early as I used to. So when I pick them up, they're all almost production. And I look at them and I'm just like, these are so like, Thank you. I, these are so cool. And people are just gonna be, they're just all so happy when they get them. And it's so nice. The shots too, yeah. I mean, Matt, just, just slays it, it every time. Slays like, it. The, like the whatever yeah. that snowboard move is that he's yeah. doing oh, with the when he's got his two pistols out. The, it's so good. The memes that have arose, like arisen from that have been gorgeous. Yeah. And I think that Matt is like secretly very, very pleased yeah, with that's them. The yeah, oh yeah, there it is. Yep. On your phone? That's awesome. Thank yeah. you. Oh, Matt will be deeply pleased we'll by that. Thank you. So um, thank you again. Yeah. And uh, hopefully that was a good enough answer to explain some yeah. of my bizarre thinking. And I think we have enough time for one more lightning round of questions. If anybody would like to lightning round. Yeah. So I was clearing Please. my throat to, to just say a question. Uh, what, what have been your highlights uh, from Yojo June so far, guys? Your personal individual highlights? No serpent. Including tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> How dare you? That's so sneaky. Um, no serpent. It, it, it offers a lot in a box and it's a new price point and I think it's well received. We're always nervous with new price points. Yeah. And I think it we can do a lot there. Yeah. So we just gotta make sure that we give you guys a lot. Yeah. That's where my head where, where my heart's at when it comes yep. to that. Uh mine was Dragonfly launch. Um, it was we have been working on it for so long and it was so exciting. And so the day that the Dragonfly launched was the night of the Transformers movie premiere in Brooklyn. So we we did the right. we, we launched. Then I went down to New York for the night and all night, all we were doing when we weren't, you know, schmoozing and enjoying the Transformers movie was constantly refreshing the feed to yeah. see how long it took. And as soon as I got home the next day, my parents were in town visiting. They picked me up from the train station. It funded 20 minutes later. I put an Instagram post up about it and then I took like an eight hour nap. It was amazing. <laughs> you went into an Odin slump. Yeah, um, but it was it was just so it doesn't. There's something weird that happens with HasLab campaigns, and it doesn't necessarily matter how confident you are in the product and how excited everybody is in the building to see it. You are petrified for it to go live. Yes. And it is it is absolutely terrifying to have, there's something different between how pre-orders and how HasLab's going live psychologically make us feel. Pre-orders are gonna happen no matter whether everybody's really excited about them or not. But there's this, kind of this a little bit irrational moment of panic of what if we were wrong and everybody hates this and they it's true and they hate us now um and so it 
it's not really a thing, but like irrationally, that is the the fear that we're filled with. And so to be greeted and usually like in the first two minutes of the stream, those <laughs> comments start pouring in and you're like, oh, we're fine. This is OK. Yeah. Um. And when we're recording, sometimes we'll get like a little thumbs up that's like it's it's okay um but that it's it's so it was so gratifying yeah. and so wonderful and yeah. so much hard work goes into all of the HasLab campaigns regardless of what team is working on them or what stage of funding ultimately that they got to and it's it's just so so much love has gone speak like speaking of all the love that goes into the lines there is so much love that goes into these HasLabs and we're just so lucky to be part of that Hasbro legacy mm-hmm. it's which is nice yeah, that was long, but did that work okay for you? Perfect. Great, perfect. <laughs> Terry. All right, Terry. So um, you've gone to plastic-free packaging, which is mm-hmm. kind of new for action figures, but mm-hmm. well-tread for vehicles. Um, the one thing that's kind of sad is the artwork of the characters is now so small on the package. And I go and I look back at specifically Spirit Iron Man, who... A very good friend of mine, Jeffrey Verge, did the artwork of. And he did he gets... such a good job on that, yeah. too. It is absolutely gorgeous. It is. And so it's kind of sad to see, you know, a portrait. Uh, kind of reminds me of a file card, you know, where you would have just the upper body shot. Um, who does those art assets? And are they planned for other marketing materials down the line? Or... Do they just kind of go into your character Bible and that's where it sits? Because that's it's it's a great question. The artwork is beautiful. I I need to double check with our packaging team because I know that they're they had somebody that was doing them. I need to double check to to make sure I'm getting the artist's I name right. Forget but, his they they I don't forget it. They moved yeah. to a uh, a larger group that's been yeah. doing for 2023 line. It's a larger group yeah. that's doing the art. Um, I know that Oliver Barrett has done a lot of the artwork too. He's a phenomenal artist. Yeah. Um, and the, the oh no, sorry. Go oh, ahead. The, gra- the, the graphics, yeah. the, the 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 CG on the front is the larger group, and then you'll notice that inside there's the the insert sleeve with the figure on there. I think that's hopefully I'm not misquoting who it is. I believe it's Oliver Barrett. So they work with multiple people in the doing. There's a lot of a lot of hands at play when creating packaging yeah. art and graphics. Um, and I think they what they're trying to do is create assets that can be used in multiple places. Yeah. And I think to the way that I kind of interpreted the packaging change and we'll kind of see how that comes into play as we transition back into plastic packaging in spring of 2024, but it was moving away from the larger pieces of artwork and pushing forward the storytelling using the digital renders. We really wanted to make sure, especially kind of in our plastic-free era, that people had a good understanding of what was in these packages. We got some feedback from fans that it was, if you're not familiar with the line, it can be a little bit confusing to look at the front of a box and go, well, what is this? And so we really wanted to make that as abundantly clear as we could to make sure that this is a line that is is open and inclusive and we wanted that you know anybody could quickly understand what was going to be in these packages and understand that what you are getting is a really cool figure that you can do really amazing things with Mm -hmm. when you get home absolutely love the new packaging or the current packaging is is Mm -hmm. phenomenal it's so cool to have all those different things going on it's gorgeous yeah great was that a good answer terry an acceptable answer perfect answer (laughs) thank you all right jeremy you're up all right so it's my birthday today 
Happy birthday! Happy birthday! Happy birthday <laughs> to you! <laughs> Sorry. Carry on. So, this may be a stretch to ask for, but it would make my birthday if you could give us a, even the tiniest of teas of what figure might be box number 100. Oh, so funny story. I forgot to announce that. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So it occurred to me. So you know how like sometimes you have just like straight up the best of intentions and then like you get a little sidetracked and then you realize like a little too late that maybe you forgot to say something. Um, So figure number 100 is uh, the Ron Rudat special edition figure in the His Tank box. Tactician, nice. Yeah, so the tactician will be figure number 100. So the the numbered figures in that set are 99, 100, and 101. I really, really apologize for not saying that a year ago while the campaign was funded. I thought you did. No, I didn't. I st- I forgot. You know what's funny? We were we're so, so confident in remembering. And we're so we're also yeah. in it from a production standpoint yep. that we're like, we were like making a big deal in the office. Talking about these are the big deals, 100, 100, 100, yep. whatever. And I think maybe that's why yep. we thought we announced mm-hmm. it. Maybe. Oh, yeah. No, we were like real confident that we'd said something. And somebody the other day was like, what's figure 100? And I'm like, hmm, whoops. So <laughs> 99, 100, 101 are going to which be within the His Tank box. It's Ron. it's Ron's artwork, yeah. which is incredible. Yep. Right. So. And so it felt, it felt right, yeah. which was really nice. So, yes, we are very okay. excited. Awesome. Great news. Happy birthday. We have fulfilled your <laughs> wish. Nailed it. Should we do another round of lightning? Do we have enough time? Guys, are... just one one last thing. It is my birthday. Could you um <laughs> How could dare you? you? Could How you tell you? us the entire line plan from now till 2027? <laughs> Full force, and then we close the laptop. <laughs> Figure the next figure is an ice cream soldier, and then every figure after that for the next no no it's (laughs) it's fifty variants of ice cream soldiers. They're all ice cream soldiers, and then different different ice cream flavors. Some of them will have rooted hair. Why? God knows. But it's boomerang, ice cream soldier, and headman. Perfect. (laughs) (laughs) From now until eternity. Yeah, all different color variants of them. Uh, does anybody have any like last minute thing that they really want to ask? Terry's thinking about it. Yeah, I'm just looking at the dragonfly, and it's just so so pretty. It's a, yeah, it's amazing yeah. work, and knowing that the tail has you know movement to it, and just all the little details. This is, I really feel like you're getting your money's worth out of this thing, for sure. Oh, so nice. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that actually is a question. When putting together these HasLab projects, how do you decide how big it should be? What price point you want to hit? There's, you know, the Sky Striker was really, you know, a great test run that ended up giving everybody half a dozen figures and an officially licensed, it looks like, you know, F-14 Tomcat. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah, I think that it's, so for us, we are affordability is always kind of top of mind for G.I. Joe products. And so we Mm. kind of, our train of thought is always that we want to give you the lowest price point that we possibly can to deliver a quality version of the product that we are aiming to give you. And we want to make sure that it is loaded out with accessories and world building fun so that when you get it, it is basically an adventure in a box. 
And so it's kind of a balance of those two things. Like the original version of the His Tank that we did probably would have cost $500. It came with so much stuff. Um, and ultimately, based on kind of the amount of tooling that we're given for projects, that helps to kind of dictate mm-hmm. the scale that we can really approach. But that for us, it's we want to make sure that it's as affordable as we can to accomplish our dreams and make sure that it is going to be products that you get in your hands and you go, this is a, a toy dream. Like, this is amazing. Try to make it as worthwhile as possible. Yeah. Really. And, and um, how can we re- really realize what the what the vision was of that particular vehicle or for making something new? How can we really make it feel yeah. like we've put we put it all into it? Yeah. So. Decent answer? Absolutely. Excellent. That seemed like a pretty good one to end on. (laughs) Guys, thank you so much. As always, this is phenomenal. Thank you for joining us. We really, really appreciate it. Awesome. Hope that you have a phenomenal rest of your day. Those of you who are not having birthdays today. Happy birthday again. Yeah. Oh, no, he already left. Uh, He ditched us already. Yeah, no, he's done. It was it was Chris singing happy birthday. Yeah, yeah it bounced immediately. I'm not I would have yeah. if somebody was singing happy birthday to me, I get bashful with that stuff. Uh, so I'm kidding. No. That's it for this instalment of the Full Force News Burst. Make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. See you next time, and as always, full force. Make sure you get involved with the discussion by liking, sharing and commenting on these videos and as always you can keep up with the show after listening by following on Twitter at The Full Force, liking the Facebook page facebook.com forward slash The Full Force and if you would like to contact the show you can message us on either of those platforms with feedback and questions. We also have a Patreon page so if you want to show your support for the show, see your name up in lights on these videos or enjoy exclusive bonus content then check out patreon.com forward slash the full force podcast or click on the link on any of the posts this podcast appears in full force